0: And welcome everybody to Pagan World. And we're so excited to have you again. And this is our third show of the official show. Plus, we did a little bit of an orientation uh, back then. And now we're here today. I want to thank all of our explorers and our people out here who are so excited. We're so happy to have you. And one of the big pieces of news today, we're going to be talking about psychic and psychism with uh, Diana Paco and Reverend Don Lewis. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun. But today we, we actually have a little bit of a uh, wild hunt, which has been doing such a great job recently reporting. Well, I guess they always have. But uh, today we brought out the fact that one of our favorite people uh, out there in the world, and I do think that, of uh, the Tom Riley, right Reverend right, Tom Riley of the Aquarian Neighborhood Church Temple South Delta Church of Wicca. Um, has been building a food pantry and a free food, and you know, for, for, for feeding forty four thousand people, they're helping four thousand people, and they were just giving a major grant by the United States government. Uh, and it's a three hundred thousand dollar federal grant, so it's not just a little bit. They did it. Um, and so they're getting money to do more, and so uh, you have to praise them. Yep, there you go. It can be done. And so isn't that exciting? I want to give uh Riley uh and Terry Riley and all of the ATC three hundred thousand dollars. They've been working a long time on this grant to feed the poor. That's what paganism. And being a good person, and all of that is about. You know, I've been so much about it. Three hundred thousand dollar grant. They worked so hard. How much good can they do for their community? I'm so excited. Uh, but tonight we're going to talk to, uh, as you know, Psychic Academy is one of the uh, one of the projects under the Pagan World Project. It's been having a couple of months of activity. Uh, it's in its Eighth class finish, we're gonna finish up two more of the first round of it. There's a lot of growth in there. But two of the, uh, the main players, uh, two of the people that are involved is Reverend Don Lewis and Diana Bucca, who are been lifelong studiers of the arts. Hi guys, how you doing? Good. Hello. Yay. Uh I'm so glad to have you and uh and talk, so tonight is gonna to be a psychic talk. Not so much about doing readings. People like to said Oh, you gonna do readings that's become prevalent again. I don't know if you guys have noticed that a lot of people are doing readings again online, free readings in their communications. Uh, if you're looking for one every day, Aroma G's, check out Aroma G, who is one of our sponsors, does a fantastic job.
1: Hmm? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, uh, indeed. But um, we know quite a bit about Reverend Don, as we know this is like we make jokes about how many times it is. But Diana, I don't think I've ever interviewed you before, so I let's go ahead and find out a little bit more about you.
2: Um actually you did many years ago. I I did drove I? out to, Yes, I drove out to Evanston and at, at midnight.
0: Oh <laughs> um, my gosh. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, that So what she is talking about is W O N uh no W V V uh no which one was it? That's WCEV uh, Radio. No, WONX. Wow, that took me a moment to remember. WONX, 1650 AM at the end of your dial. Yes,
2: it, is, it was ONX, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So somewhere, I have you, you know, i lost a lot of those tapes. A lot of those tapes don't exist anymore. That's the oh. ephemeral nature of terrestrial radio. Yeah.
2: Um, I, I'm, you're going to have to ask me some questions cause I'm not sure what to even say. I Oh, no problem. But Psychic, I need a- Psychic Academy. I am excited about it. I'm, um, just, uh, ca- coming out from a cave that I've been in for many, many years and not really practicing very much. Um, right. So let and- me go ahead and
0: offer, let me offer this. So you do readings, you've been reading, you do, you you're a connoisseur of good quality readings can you talk about your start so that people know where you started with psychic you know studying the psychic arts and where you got involved with that your kind of your psychic origin story
2: um okay well i was in my teens when i kind of really started to delve into it um and at the at the time Psychic fairs were a big thing in in the area where I lived. Um, so the two big ones were J&M, and then um, I don't remember the name of it, but Phyllis Allen was, was um, someone who ran a, a, another one. Um, and I went to a, a few fairs, and I met um, someone named Linda Howe, who was doing tarot readings at the time, but she actually – now, it's open to school um, where she does Akashic Records uh, readings and teachings, she, and she's written several books about it. So she is, that is basically her forte now. Uh, but she's a wonderful teacher. Um, my friends, Laura Donna, and I went to her. She taught us tarot. She taught us to read tarot. And um, when I was at a... Oh, and then I met uh, Melody Joy, who was the daughter of the people who ran J&M Psychic Fairs. I met her at some kind of convention, and we got to know each other, and through her, I started reading for J&M. And I was there for a a couple of years, and that's actually where I met Don. Don and I, um, Reverend Don Lewis and I, uh, were, were... frequently sit, uh, seated next to each other when we were reading, sometimes at the same table, depending on what the um, venue was where we were reading. And uh, that's how we got to know each other. Um, well, he wasn't Reverend Ed, Don back then. He was not, he was just Don. Don, <laughs> Don <laughs> that's Lewis. how he I know second. <laughs> I just, I know you as Don and Ed, that's how, <laughs> that's how I know you. <laughs> Um at that time I was doing only tarot readings really and now over the past maybe 6 months I've delved into so much more of spirituality um I I'm very much I'm studying the law of attraction, manifestation, And there are so many things that go with that every day. I will take some notes and there will be some new subject (laughs) that comes up that I'm going to have to study. Uh, so it's a, it's, it's a very different world for me because there are so many things that I want to know about now. Back then it was, I pretty much read tarot cards and I was okay with that and that that's just not enough now.
0: So your curiosity has grown. You're, um, your passion for learning has grown
2: like, yeah. And it, it happened pretty quickly because for a long time, I, like I said, I was kind of not practicing anything. And this past June, um, something Mm -hmm. happened. I keep calling it a spiritual awakening. I keep, um, I just, it's like everything came flooding back and more, more way more, way more. than than I was interested in before and that I even ever knew existed. And like I said, every day I study something and then something new gets presented to me. So, um, uh, and I I mean, I've always been a lifelong learner, so it's not like that piece is new to me. I've always been curious about things, but... Very right now, I'm very, very much interested in, in spiritual things and spiritual learning, um, and I call it spiritual, but I mean it—it it, it is how the universe works, basically.
0: Absolutely. So I find that very interesting. Don, can I get you to talk about the idea that she exposed about, about how she came into this suddenly again? I mean, she's like as as we know Diana. I love her. We've known her for so long, but she's now talking about. She's been a lifelong student of this stuff, but now six months ago, as you said, a couple of months ago, it really broke for her. Can you talk about that phenomenon? Because you've seen that before, right? You you know of that.
1: Oh yeah, well, people people go through cycles. Sometimes mm-hmm. they um, they will step back for a while, and something will, will will trigger a new psychic awakening for them, a new spiritual awakening. Um, certain astrological things, such as Saturn returns can do that um but you know other other things can too, and when we're on a spiritual path, you know there are also times we have to focus on the physical and our our lives will will kind of draw us into the mundane for a while and then we'll come back sometimes well usually stronger than we were in the first place um I've had that that same experience myself. Although the mundane, but the mundane life I went into is still centered around spirituality, uh, but not necessarily, for example, psychic work. Um, and then one thing or another will bring me back to it. I think that for people's spirituality. I think we often think that it's a one-time choice we make, and then we're we're, we're always moving forward. But you know, like everything else in life, there are rhythms.
0: i can get that <laughs> sorry i'm just joking on my cocoa i'm not so i get for drinking cocoa instead of my coffee it's, uh, it's, interesting, you know,
1: it's,
2: it's interesting that you brought up uh saturn return because i believe that is exactly what what triggered mine um this, mm-hmm. this reawakening i'm in my second saturn return now um and the first one was so unexpected and yeah um, and and tower card like <laughs> and um, but I knew this one was coming, so i I tried to prepare for it um, and I did I mean i i am still in it right now, and I know mm. still there are still a few things left to to happen, um, but I didn't expect that. I didn't expect the spiritual awakening, however as it did last time this this awakening is what is helping me get through this saturn return um but i don't mm-hmm. I, I don't anticipate um another time in my life where i would let this fall to the waist i think this is my life now
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it the spirituality is just a prominent part of it and it's going to stay that way i think this time
1: I imagine it will. Uh, I do too.
0: I think, I think it is. Well, um, so let's go ahead and talk about a little bit of, um, for Dawn. So we've announced a couple of months ago, we're doing the second Academy. Yep. Uh, we have a few students, uh, you've been going through the first part of it just because it's kind of experimental. Uh, but you're pretty much are committing yourself to creating uh, a, more or less a, a full system of this, right, from your own teachings.
1: Yes. Can you talk about yeah, that? Yeah, a multi-year, um, multi-year course of study, and uh, um, it's going to focus focus from specifically the the psychic side of things, as opposed to the more um, religious side of things, which is what I've tended to focus on in the past. More, more of the psychic arts as such, including how to, uh, how to exercise them when working with people. Because one, one, one of the things that was very important to me from working in all those psychic fairs, and I, I worked, I've worked in a number of them over the years and run a few, was all that you learn about working with people, about the mm-hmm. practical application of this knowledge. Um and uh and this 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 is um the forum in which to talk about that, to, to talk to people about the things that in the past you commonly learn when you start doing it, people by word of mouth. Um I want to make that part of the instruction. That makes
0: that makes good sense. And and so let me offer even this. Even if so, you don't want to be a professional reader,
1: it's still good to know.
0: And I think increasingly important, and I'll talk about that. But um, maybe I'll get you both to reply about this, but you seem to have pretty good definitions. Is there a difference between, like, spiritualism, uh, magic, and psychism? I mean, are these different modalities, or, or is there real differences between these practices? <laughs>
1: Well, if you're, if you're asking me, I'm going to give you the same answer I, I give to so many things. It depends on how you're looking at it. Depends on who okay. you're asking. Um, if you ask me if there's a difference between psychism, spirituality, religion, etc. Uh I would, say, I would say it's largely a semantic. Um, but there are other people who think it's a very important difference. And it depends on exactly what you mean. Uh, it's like the difference between psychism and magic. To me these are the same thing except one is the passive receiving of things that come from the higher powers of your soul and the other is the active use of those higher powers of the soul but it's all about being in contact with your higher self and the higher powers of your soul uh, whether you're receiving psychically or sending out magic uh, but some people see them as being very very different and um, And I think it's important to acknowledge there are different opinions. When we talk about the difference between spirituality versus psychism versus um, religion, for example, we we can certainly make differences in how we use those terms. But in the end, we're talking about our relationship to the universe. And uh, they're all different ways of looking at that relationship, which in the end um, is always a given. Okay. No, that would be uh, my very that,
0: Gemini. And, and, and I think with a lot of new listeners and everything else. You gotta, uh, so this is, I think, some of it is. I bet you most of that passed over a lot of people's heads because they're hearing it, some of these people, for the first time. And trust me, folks, that is perfectly okay. He used a lot of big words.
1: So <laughs> there you go.
0: But, Diana,
2: he,
1: he, for, for better or worse, I'm known for that. Yes, I right, really <laughs>
2: Okay. Um, so I, I've been using the word spirituality, I think, to describe my relationship with the universe. Um, and when I say relationship with the universe, that concept alone is Fairly new to me, although I realize I've always had a relationship with the universe, just not consciously and just not um, intentionally, which I do now, both of those things. So for me, spirituality encompasses the entirety of a relationship with the universe and psychism and magic are parts of of that relationship. Um, and I agree with Don in that psychism is is the receiving of information, and I would say magic is is the actual physical application uh, of of information or um, or even intention. Maybe not. I maybe I didn't even receive any information. Maybe I'm looking for information, and I'm using. Uh, what what I guess would be called magic to, to try and get that information
1: that
0: that's exceptionally that's 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 great answer um, there are no wrong answers in this unless you of course just say that there this isn't happening um, so really quick folks I'm gonna get I'm gonna this. this is the normal where we take a book break if you have a book or you're an author and you want us to talk about your book let us know we've talked about some great books this week There are so many books out there. But I want to go ahead and uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas, our good friend. I don't know if you heard it right at the beginning. uh, The right Reverend Terry Riley and his church out there, uh, part of the ATC group, but he is the Southern Delta Church, has received a $300,000 grant to grow more gardens and to feed more people. Now, Terry's got a really good thing, and I want to get him on here, but I just had to acknowledge it.
1: Hmm? The bed deserves Uh, it. But it does. They've worked on this for years and years and years. Yeah. And, you know, they've they've been serving serving their community very intensely for a very long time.
0: Mm Mm-hmm and 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 Terry has received so many back pushbacks and everything else, so we're going to talk more about this. This has been you know he's gotten chased out of town and everything else, but I want him at, and I will talk more about this at another time, but I just want to again congratulate him that's he there's
1: yes, indeed. I don't
0: know anyone who deserves it more. His, him and his group have done so much great. He's got his daughter with him, he's got a great relationship. he does great uh, Facebook pieces. But I want everybody should go out there and congratulate him. Uh, another piece of trivia for folks: today is one of my favorite days, It's Max Hedrum Intrusion Day in the city of Chicago. <laughs> it's been 26 years. Uh, just a shout out. Uh, I am glad, in many many ways, folks, that the uh, they've they've made it clear today that the statue of limitations is over. So. Uh, they have it up, looking, figuring out who did it. So I'm so glad for that. Um, so you can
2: finally admit that that was you.
0: No, no, it was oh, okay. not directly me. I can't. I can admit it quite a bit. I have admitted, in fact. I know a lot more than. Yeah, I'm, uh, I was not the guy on camera. I, I've never been a man for camera. That's why we're doing podcasting. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, I, I worked in that area. There at times like that. Well, we'll leave that for a mystery for another day. <laughs> um, uh, 60th anniversary of Kennedy's death. Most of it just went by. Most people didn't pay any attention to it. Um, I don't know what that says about our country right now, because that's such a a Because I want to talk about the next thing with both of you. Something else, and this leads into something that I was thinking about. That you two might be uniquely skilled at, at, at explaining to people. But I'm, but that would. You know, the, the death of Kennedy, for anything else, was a psychic wound to our country. Not only yep. did it, not only was it his death and everything else, but it was a very big wound that we still feel to this day. Um, and uh, right now, there's a lot of things happening in the news. And one of the concepts I, I, I'm coming across is our media – so this is one of those things. This could going to be a little bit of an interesting take, and I'm not hearing a lot of people talk about it. But are we dealing with a lot more psychic wounds these days? from everything that's happening? Do people suffer from psychic wounds? Because um, I know Diana's ta- spoken with, okay. about them a little bit here and there. And I want to know what you mm-hmm. think on this idea of psychic wounds. And before you get started, Don, I'd love to hear from Diana first because <laughs> we know.
2: <laughs> uh, um,
0: Unless you want Diane to go first, he's more than happy to.
2: Well, I'm just, um, I'm thinking that uh, many people might be more familiar with with terms of, um, uh, how can I say this, um, with behavioral health terms and there, where it may actually be psychic, ones, but if people do not believe in psychism or or spirituality in that sense they have to assign it some other term and so they'll use behavioral health terms um so trauma is a big one that i keep coming across um where some event or events in in someone's life has caused a trauma and they carry that with them and it is affecting them throughout the rest of their life um and, and yes, of course, it, it is a, a behavioral health issue where if someone is carrying negative energy from something that has happened to them, or that they saw, and they cannot move forward in their life, that is that obviously many people deal with that in a behavioral health sense. But it is negative energy, and it is our our whole existence in the universe is made up of your your body and your mind and your spirit so all of those three things are connected so when your body and your mental health your your uh, mind have been affected by something your spirit definitely has as well Um, and all three of those things really need to be addressed uh, when you're taking care of an issue like this Um, so are people being psychically wounded or spiritually wounded today yeah any any wound that they suffer at all is is all three of those kinds of wounds a, a physical wound a, a mental wound and a spiritual wound
0: really really well stated um i like the idea of one of the ideas concepts that you're talking about yeah you know, psychic wounds um so now psychic yeah our psyche is an accepted term in psychology they believe that there is this collective part of our collective past pot of this called psych uh, psyche um okay Don your turn um, do you have anything to oh well, yeah
1: or- well this this is why shadow work is so important and psychic psychic wounds are are a constant part of life um we talk about this in a number of the classes that we've been having at Psychic Academy, how um, not only people, but, but you know a building an area can pick up a positive or negative charge from things that happen. And in a manner of speaking, that's what we're talking about. Um, as we go through life, the things we experience are going to affect us sometimes negatively, sometimes as a spiritual wound that we, we must or should work to resolve. Uh, if you ask me if people are having more of them today, I don't know if they're. Pe- I don't know that I'd say that. I think we tend to forget the psychic wounds of yesterday, um, because I've, I've been reading a number of articles about Kennedy's assassination and just how polarized politics was then, and um, you know that too is a thing that goes in cycles. Um, I, so I think we've always had lots of um, occasions for psychic wounding. But the art of how to deal with that, how to resolve that, how to heal that, which we commonly call shadow work, is very, very important because we're always picking up that spiritual trauma from one thing or another, sometimes very personal things, sometimes universal things, uh, depending on, on what exactly we're talking about. And, you know, how it hits different people is very individual, how they can resolve it. There are certainly techniques that can be used, but what will be best for a person, again, is very individual, because in the end, we are all individuals.
0: Okay, so last night, so what I, so let's take this a step deeper. Um, one of the things at Psychic like Academy, uh, I know you guys have been talking about, is shielding and grounding. Um yeah. And sort of these sort of levels of psychic tech. Last night, I was talking with Mary Hawke of Witch Rising, president of and World TV. And in that process, we're talking about the fit that the, the Christian response to the Christian protests, The sort mm-hmm. of the, the And to the point where they're now crossing barriers. What they did to Witch Fest International was uncalled for. What they did in Magic Circle is uncalled for. But isn't that an attempt really not at causing a physical trauma, but isn't that really what these protesters are trying to do, to create a psychic trauma to those people for for worshipping, for being out?
1: Well, I think so, yeah. I think think it's a kind of spiritual terrorism. Okay. It's intended to make people afraid to to exist, really. And it is, it is a technique that certain movements are very given to using.
0: Okay, so how would you ground a shield? So, so, so somebody, well, let's <clears throat> anything from just somebody cursing at you, and why would we mm-hmm. call it cursing? Because they used to be believed that that was a curse, that was an intention against mm-hmm. you, um, to somebody doing an actual hazard or anything else. How do people feel clear of that? Because I'm hearing more and more people feeling like they've been hacked, they've been cursed. Somebody cast an evil eye on them. I'm hearing more and more of that. Um, so, can you talk to to us about that?
1: Oh uh, certainly. And the, well, you know, there's more than, certainly more than one technique to um, to talk about there. Um. Mm-hmm grounding there are a number of ways to do it but the, the simple way is you want to release your your excess energy everything you're carrying you should not be carrying let it pour out of you and then fill yourself with, with positive energy uh, mm-hmm. to replace what you've released people often gotcha. visualize that as white light there are other ways to do that but that, that's a simple common way to do it uh, you release the uh, the excess energy back to the universe uh, to be reused in other ways. But when you're trying to shield yourself, what you want to do is you want to put a barrier between yourself and whatever might be harmful to you. Uh, a common thing that people do is to fill their aura uh, with positive energy to build up the, um, the, um, the barrier around the aura. The aura is the energy field of your body. Um, people commonly do that or um, by, by filling the, 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 the energy field with, again, white light uh, or other other visualizations of energy, but you can also create various barriers around that. Some people like to use a mirror. Um, some people like to see themselves surrounded by something that represents impenetrability to them, such as perhaps a stone wall, a black curtain, Um The idea of the mirror is to turn back whatever negativity may be being sent at you. Uh, there are a lot of ways, and these are some simple ways of, um, of describing it, but it's a very important thing to learn. And we, whenever I try to, um, to teach people these things, it's one of the places I usually start because it really needs to be learned right at the very beginning.
0: Okay. So let's stop you right there. And so, okay, folks, it's the bottom of the hour, and you could be a sponsor <clears> of <throat> Pagan World Radio, Pagan World TV, and the Pagan World Project, where we're doing amazing things of connecting pagans. Join pagan.world for free and check out, we're building a directory. We're building ways to connect you to the pagan world. And for those of you who are interested in a Psychic Academy, go to psychicacademy.co. and we're right now having a discussion in an open, kind of open group, so you can take a look at a peek. Uh, when we start next year january 11th in a more expanded system so diana you've been listening in do you have any opinions on this subjects that uh don and i have been rattling off for the last few minutes How about um, this idea mm-hmm.
2: i'm not very familiar with what happened but i can kind of <laughs> yeah um get uh what happened that there must have been a gathering and no, uh, it was interrupted, quote unquote, um, by supposedly religious people.
0: Um, well, I, so let me rephrase it for you. I think you deal with it probably because you work, you've worked in the corporate world and things like that, to a degree. Uh, and I think it happens also in different ways. I think so. I think a lot of people use their psychic energy, even if they don't know know it right to be negative to be nasty to get ahead of it and you're pretty aware of that so what do you do in that situation because you because you you have a very strong life you've been you know you do amazing things but in this process you've crossed I have no doubt crossed people who who've not wanted well for you Hmm? and how do you shield against that do you shield against that
2: so um, I still work in the corporate world and there are people that I work with who I'm not sure that they're specifically targeting me, but I think there are just some people who are very unhappy with their lives and they bring that to work um, and infest <laughs> our work area <laughs> with, with their negativity. Um trying to be as gracious as possible about that um there are you can use magic (laughs) in things um to shield yourself from that so i work in a setting where there are cubicles uh and i i have a person right now that is on the opposite side of a wall that we just her cubicle is just exactly where mine is there's just a wall between us And I don't, I don't think she means to be negative, but she does have a very strong personality. Um, And for someone who is um, open spiritually, if you don't know what's happening, so I didn't at first realize what was happening, but I would get headaches. Um, I would um, feel very drained at the end of a day. Um, And then... As I got back into spirituality, I kind of realized what was happening. Uh, so there is a physical wall between us, but now there is also an energy wall between us that I have had to put up because otherwise my, all my energy is drained by the end of the day. And it's not the kind of draining that happens just from working for eight hours. It's, it really is, it's an invasive thing. I will say that I don't believe that she's really doing, like she doesn't know what she's she's doing. It's just happening. She is she has a very strong personality and I think she kind of sucks the energy out of everyone around her. Um, and some people have been working with her for many years so they're used to this. And when I came into that department, I was not used to that and I really was like, Couldn't figure out why I was really so tired at the end of the day. So I've had to put up energy constructs to protect myself in in my cubicle, like literally lining the cubicle walls with an energy construct um, to keep my energy in and to keep things that I don't want in there out. Um, You can do physical things. You can – you can use um, moon water or water that you've blessed to kind of create a construct. You can use salt um, sprinkle salt around your area um, i've uh, there have been some uh, for instance, we had a training uh, a couple of months ago where usually we're all in cubicles and this training happened in a big room so we spent an entire week together all my whole group in the open in a big room and i literally had to get up and walk out many times because i could not deal with everyone's direct energy and as much as i tried to shield myself it was an unusual situation and i really i had to get up and and leave the room uh just to project myself and get get uh, myself back together to come back in there.
0: Let me talk about that phenomenon a little bit when they bring the corporate people, because I know a lot of corporate people, people don't realize it, but a lot of psychic techniques, training techniques are all creeping into the corporate world as well. And, and I guess one of the things they were trying to create there probably in so, these training meetings, I've seen it, is what we would call a mastermind where we would have a group mind <clears throat> And in the metaphysical world, it could be a coven, it could be a circle, it could be you know, it could be a group of sisters. A family can have a really good group mind where they're working together, they're trying to think together, and they're better for it. Uh, a little some startups get into it, but in the corporate world, they're trying to bring it together. And you're shielding yourself because that that wasn't a that wasn't the relationship in the room. But they it's it's one of these when they do the training, they really want to get that group think go. They call it group think. Um, but in the occult world, it's a mastermind program. Um, it's, it's quite interesting uh, that, that you've gone through that. And I can understand it. You, you had to put distance between yourself because it doesn't necessarily sink. I wonder if other people had uh, similar symptoms. Uh, but I've seen this now a couple of times. Um, it's it's interesting. Um, or am I way off the mark here, Diana
2: not at all not not at all I mean ours was a training, so it wasn't although I will say we were we were all working on the same thing and trying to get the same information and assimilate it and then give our feedback so in that sense it was it was kind of a kind of a
0: um mastermind it was, touch, it was touching on it, it was trying to get you guys to have a comp- What's important for any group is to have a common communication. So it's just yes. interesting that that they brought you together for such a long period of time. That's usually when what I always suspected because we can get information to us as faster and better um, all the time. So talk a little, let's talk, talk a little bit more since we're we're going into some of the, the deeper end. Um, so, John. Travel traveled quite a bit. We've talked – and Diana just talks about you know just people who are unaware of their, their energy drain, their energy sink. And yeah. let me offer you what I think is one of the most dangerous thoughts in the, in the New Age world. And, okay. I think it's, and I think it's dangerous, right? Is mm. that there are only a certain number of us are people who are active <laughs> agents of change. They're actively thinking and doing, kind of being woke or whatever you want to call it. But there's only a small mm-hmm. number of us that are actually awake. And the rest of the people are NPCs. They're not real. They're yeah. part of the simulation. They're, they're not real. They're just kind of playing the game with us. Mm-hmm. And this is – I've seen this now over and over again. There's people who are now <clears> – <throat> when we used to call it enlightened, we're now seeing it being uh, awakened, conscious. Enlightened has kind of gotten to be an old-fashioned word because we go through words so fast mm-hmm. in America. No, um, yeah, we do. What? Yeah. If we gotta have Yeah, the we, we we setting. definitely
1: go through words very quickly.
0: But now we've got this idea of this conspiracy that there's real people, these NPC people, and then of course the lizard people or the Anaki or whatever <laughs> you want to call it out there, the Illuminati, the, a third agent that is affecting us. Yeah, and I, I want to talk to that concept because, as someone who works in the spirit world someone who is constantly dealing with these sort of outside forces, right? Are we dealing mm-hmm. in a world where only a limited number of people are fully conscious humans and the rest are NPCs or whatever you want to call them, phantoms of our minds?
1: I, mean, I would I, mm-hmm. I, I think that is a, um, I think that's a way of, of certain people propping up their egos.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um what I would say is that not everyone is at the same level all the time Um, but that doesn't mean um, I mean, there are certain people who are much more consciously able to to act to to work with their psychic abilities for example but that doesn't mean that people who aren't consciously able to do that don't have those same abilities and aren't in fact working with them they're just not doing it as consciously I got no i definitely have have not have not really felt in my life the idea that um that that um that you're describing that that you're describing a of um, only a few people be being truly uh, evolved. i do think Nothing. that the human race is evolving but um i i don't perceive it that way
0: you know, I, I can tell you an older form of it that you might uh, see, and um, and that is everyone else is
1: stupid. Well, it's the thing? same idea. Yeah. I mean, the, the idea that some people are NPCs is the same idea that some people are sheeple, quote-unquote. Sheeple,
0: okay. So, Diana, what do you think about this? Because I know you're a deep thinker.
2: So I'm going to start by saying that I – I believe that anything is possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have believed that um pretty much all my life. Um so even the set of beliefs I carry right now, I understand that someday someone might stick something in front of my face and say, you know what, it's all crap and that is a possibility. Um however <laughs> I um I have a hard time with that concept that only a few of us are uh, real, and the rest of it is not. I, I um, that doesn't just that just doesn't resonate with me as as um that 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 might be the case. Um, I will say that I don't actually believe in the lizard people. But if someone pulled um, some politician's face off and there was a lizard underneath, I wouldn't be the slightest bit surprised. That was supposed to be a
3: joke. It was.
2: But yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to laugh at that. <laughs> um, I I don't. I'm I'm just right now starting to look at the concept of Um, the of aliens and the possibility of interdimensional species so I have not thought about it in in any depth at all but that idea has been introduced to me and it's not going away in my mind so it's something I'm gonna look at more and think about more but I mean anything is possible so Um.
0: I'm a big believer. In not only is any, anything possible, but what's possible is probably far more improbable than we could ever imagine. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I, 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 I would agree
2: this. with that.
0: So I've been doing a lot of study into AI. People have known this and quantum, you know, that sort of thing. I've been really plunting into it um, because next year when I start the witch college program, like Academy, I guess the next web presence, I have to have a deeper understanding because the idea of all these websites right now are kind of crumbling. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that's going to be important next year is our connection um, and our connections and our ability to communicate with each other, which will be enhanced. But we're getting to a point where one of the words out there, this is, gets to the heart to me of psychism more so than any other way. And and that is is that the next big phrase, for good or for ill, is called day trading attention. Interesting concept. And the idea is that marketers are going to do everything in their power on a day-to-day basis, making judgments on a day-to-day basis, how to capture human beings' attention and hold it for as long as they can and get us to react to their stimulus to do certain things. It's called marketing, but it's very interesting that they're now focusing not on trying to convince us their brand again, get, but getting our day-to-day attention as a collective. And so they can take control of more of our type of marketing if they head into AI. Um, and that, to me, feels like an assault on our psychic self, the way that our mind works. They're they're getting into our programming. So I'm going to start with you, Don, on this one. But how? deep and how important is psychic training in a world like this or or is this just me
1: being paranoid <laughs> um i think that psychic training to a certain extent is just part of <clears throat> of self-realization and having a true sense of self i think that being in touch with our psychic selves is very important uh we have been What what you're describing, I think, is an intensification of of things that are already there and have been for a long time, because people have been using all kinds of media to try to affect how other people think for a very long period of time. And anything that's going to help you to be more conscious of that will give you more control over what you are, in fact, thinking, uh, as opposed to picking up other people's ideas through osmosis. I think that it is kind of important for us to, to, um, to be more psychically aware as this becomes more and more of an issue. And I think that um, I think people don't begin to understand just how much they are affected by such things, not only in terms of, of things that are developing now, but things that have been there for their whole lives. Uh, a lot of a lot of times, the reasons people don't question things, which if they can get a little distance from them, are, are really not very good, um, is because they, they have been trained not to think about it, not to question it, uh, or to think in a certain way. Whereas if they could actually step aside a little bit, if they, they could cleanse themselves of those external influences, I think they would have a much clearer view of a lot of things in life. Thank you,
0: Uh, Diane. Let me go ahead and uh, let me phrase it just a little bit differently. So, as as we've been as we're phrasing it, so do you think that this ability to have these psychic abilities say in the corporate world, into the private world, do you think the individual, you know, because we have Reverend Don here. He's you know, he does all this sort of stuff. He's really deep into that world. He practices it all the time. You know, he probably has an iron wheeled shield. You know, if people saw him, he'd be looking like Gandalf the White blazing into the universe. Um, but you're actually on the ground. You you actually have a life. You actually have been learning this along with what would people would call normalcy or the mundane. Um, you've, but you've turned your life magical in that aspect. But have you found yourself, you, these skills being useful to you or in some way, important to have in, even in, in against that mundane world? Um, I, I ask the tough questions, I know.
2: But... Well, I'm trying to... So, uh, um honestly, it's not something I paid a lot of attention to until really the past few months. Um... So and, let me go and ahead. That, yeah, I mean now part of part of the 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 spirituality that I'm practicing is, is mindfulness. So it's um, being aware of everything all the time. So I am constantly aware of my surroundings and who is around and what energies are are presenting themselves um, because I am purposefully intentionally doing that in my life period um, so that's, I don't but and I don't know that that's something first of all I'll say it that can be really overwhelming when you start doing that <laughs> um, it,
0: it can be so let me, let me so if I understand right you've been practicing all these years you've had these techniques and you've used them but only since that, this awakening that you're now in with your solar returns and all this energy around you and the circumstances of life, and we've had so much psychic energy, if you are an astrological person coming to alignment that also has screwed with people, um, that you've now become really much more aware of this in your life. And now now you're aware of it in a way. You have all the techniques you've been practicing for years and years and years, but now you have a deeper understanding of why. Hmm?
2: Yeah, I would say that's accurate. Um, okay. But even during this time where I wasn't really paying attention, yeah, I, I, wa- I was doing things because I they, they just came naturally to me. Too. Um, but I would say much of the time it wasn't even in my consciousness at all. Mm -hmm. it's just that I had prior, I mean, years ago, I I led a spiritual life as well. And I, um, you know, gained a lot of of those techniques and just they're now they're part of me. So,
0: which goes back to one of the things I believe in, which is uh, the law, learn anything, anywhere, anytime, which is we've really come into that world, haven't we? And also that you can keep, lifetime learning and that you have to keep learning have to be continue being curious and at some point it integrates and it sounds like that's something that you did uh in our doing and i'm so glad to have you, uh, you a part of psychic academy and leading kind of us our next effort into the world um so don i'm going to leave you with a, i'm going to leave you with uh before we close our our, our thing i'm going to leave you with the last big question
1: okay okay
0: and it has to do with psychism, right? And mm. i being—I've—I've t- I've been dealing with, as you know, child's education. We've been talking about a lot about child's education. Mm. And so the concept here, and Diana, I do want to hear, hear what you have to say here. But what do you, Don? The idea of psychic children, and them increasing, and that there's been kind of a private war forever in history against psychic children. And as they're starting to develop now, or now, should we be looking for and recognizing them? And people are really torn about this. You know, this sort of change in talking about the psychic ability of children, the ability of them to be a psychic or practicing magic or any of this stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you talk about that?
1: Oh, goodness.
0: <laughs> Is this, should they, you know, you're doing Psychic Academy, but as their parents are learning, should they be teaching should we should we have a program that teaches children
1: absolutely mm-hmm. uh you know one of the biggest things i found in the years that I, I i was working in all those psychic pairs so many people talked about how they had been psychic as children uh but they were they were they were encouraged or even forced to shut it down as they grew older mm-hmm. to turn away from it to be afraid of it okay um I don't know if we have necessarily more psychic children today or we're more hmm. receptive to their presence today. But I think we should do everything in our power to encourage it. I do think we probably are seeing more aptitude um as we um continue through the process of incarnation. But I think absolutely that's something if if, if the parent uh, is from a psychic background that they should be teaching the children really from the moment the children can understand.
0: Gotcha. So I'm going to bring them right on. We have our actually my first caller to the show is, is an independent caller. Hi. And who are we speaking with?
3: Oh, me?
0: Yes, you. you oh, your head oh hi.
3: How are you?
0: Good, good. And we're speaking with?
3: Um, Val.
0: Val. Um, I saw you had your hand up. Did you have a question or a statement for us?
3: Um, I'm just going to – I've been listening, and I think um, <laughs> I'm just wowed by everything everyone has said. Um, it's been well, a very interesting show. It's well, thank wonderful. you.
0: so. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, and thank
3: you for uh, calling in. You're welcome. I was, I accidentally hung up on myself, but I was on hold for like the first hour or so, so. Um, I
0: wasn't sure if you, maybe, maybe. well, thank you for going
3: back, man, and, say, and there you go. <laughs> are you guys, I don't know if you are or are not, are you answering questions tonight? Like, like, like giving, I don't sure. know, yes. um, like.
0: Since you're the first caller here, Don, you mind doing it? And Diana, would you mind doing it? Are you asking for, like, a reading or for a question? On yeah. That? We could do a quick yeah. one of those. We can demonstrate what the quality of that is. I think so, Don, right? Diana? mm mm-hmm. okay. Oh, I'm that's gonna, great. What,
2: I'm going to run and grab a deck of Oracle cards, yeah. but, yeah. Oh, there
0: I'll be there you go. See, see we're very kind Thank you. And so we're grateful. Finally, we've broken the ice on that. Um, mm mm-hmm.
3: And so, I myself uh, am a clairvoyant. Um oh good. I Yeah, I've I've had the gift forever and um I used to actually read for people. And <clears throat> as I got older I I started I have a strong faith in God and for me I started questioning is it, for myself this is. Now I don't condemn anyone. I just said Is it right? Is it wrong for me to read? Should I be? Shouldn't I be? Does God want me to do this? Um, So I kind of just put it down. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, if something strong comes through, of course I will share it with who I feel I need to. And I have very clairvoyant dreams. But I just kind of let, for me, I let the readings go. Good.
0: So you said you had a question. What is that question?
3: Okay, my question is about someone and I would like to know, uh, I've known him for years, Um, we've dated, whatever, back and forth, got crazy. Um, I recently reached out to him a couple times and I'm wondering if and when. I may ever get a response in this lifetime or my next lifetime. No, I'm just being funny. Um, and if so, what will, will, will the response be? Or if not, should I? No, I was going to say something funny, but it wouldn't sound so funny. So never mind. Okay. Well, why don't you let us let it is. Um, mm-hmm. Diana, do you want do
0: you want to give this a first? um it's yeah where would you like that where would like don to go first
2: i can i can go first so i have a deck okay. of oracle cards here that i'm going to hold one um this is the angelic light work healing oracle and i wish you could see them because they're absolutely gorgeous gorgeous i'm cards.
3: sure they are i'm sure um,
2: every one of them has a, a a picture of the the center of it is some source of light and the light just, like, fills the whole card, and then there's some kind of image. So the the card that I pulled mm. for this for you is called the Healer card.
3: Okay.
2: Um, and I am – so some people read from the Oracle card, and I'm kind of trying not to do that, but I think there's some information here that you need to be read to you. And mm-hmm. that is – um. You cannot share what you do not have. So open your heart to the healing gifts that are your birthright. You are meant to receive specific spiritual gifts at this time. This oracle recognizes that you have a healing path in this lifetime. Um, And I know that that's not necessarily, hello, the answer to your question. Directly, but I think it does have to do with what you were saying about yourself. Okay. So, um, mm-hmm. It. Um, you were talking about your belief in God, and you're not sure if what you were doing was right. I think if if I got that correctly. Oh yeah, I was just explaining, but that wasn't my question. I know that wasn't your question, but oh, okay, that's, okay. That, that's the answer you're getting. Is that, do you want me to read it again?
3: Um, it, would you mind? I'm so sorry. No,
2: no, that, that's, that's okay, because I think you were expecting something. So this is what uh, happens yeah. sometimes. What happens is you ask a question, but the answer you get is not about that. It's about what you need to hear. Okay. So. What I got, the part that I'm thinking that you need to hear is you you cannot share what you do not have. So open your heart to the healing gifts that are your birthright. You are meant to receive specific spiritual gifts at this time.
3: And this, this
2: oracle recognizes that you have a healing path in this lifetime.
3: Okay. So I heard what you read. And I got, I understand what you read. Um, But when you say, I cannot give what I do not have.
2: Yeah, so that... How... Go ahead. um, The sentence before that says, you can give freely without wearing yourself out because you understand that you need to receive from the universe first. So, again, I'm... I don't know how familiar you are with readings. Sometimes you don't get it when I tell, when I say the sentences to you, sometimes you'll go to sleep and wake up and be like, oh, that's what that is. Uh, so, right. right. Um, and I don't, this still may have to do with your question in some indirect way. And it may come to you later <laughs> about how this has to do with that question. I know what you're asking. And this is mm-hmm. just, uh, I feel like there's information that you're supposed to have that doesn't really have anything to do with that, but this is right. The universe is choosing to tell you because I'm available and you're available right now. Okay.
3: Okay. So. Okay. I, I'm just pondering it. I mean, I heard. Yeah, I heard what you said, and I'm trying to make sense of it. Not even pertaining to my question just to me in general like how it right um, okay really can't give what I don't have or I need to see I'm just um, okay in your own words how do you think it applies to like maybe in Forgive me for saying it this way in layman's terms. How okay. would you no. like explain but, it to me?
2: Um, so I'm, I'm getting the impression that the universe has kind of been poking you w- with signs. And believe me, I understand the concept of not seeing them or ignoring them or not being aware of them. And then suddenly I am and they've, they've been there all the time. I just wasn't focusing on them. And I, I'm i thinking that there is something that you're supposed to be doing in your right. life um, that sometimes like surfaces in your mind like, oh, it would be cool if I could do this or something yeah. like that. But then you don't like really ever follow it because there's something in you that's like, well, that would, it would be such a pain to change my whole life to do that. It would be cool if I could do that, but man. And what I'm getting is the universe is telling you that you really need to look at that. Uh,
3: Okay. How
2: how difficult really would it be to change your life to do that? Because it as difficult to as think and that seems to be kind of what you're supposed to be doing
0: so okay. good well thank you for being our first caller i think diana did a fantastic job i think yes it. please call in again uh to do oh. so um terrific um we're coming near near the end of the show so we're going to finish up with our last piece uh we're going to give um uh, uh, Diana and Don, uh, a chance to last thing. So, uh, gentlemen, we're going to let Don go first. Yeah, you know, Any last thoughts on on this show of Psychic Talk on Pagan World? And thank you for being on the first Wednesday of the show.
1: This, uh, last thoughts. I think I think the thing that I would say is that I, I think people often think of psychic abilities, psychic skills, psychic experiences as being something off to the side of life it really isn't it's an important part of self-development um and i think it's not only important if it's something that you want to practice but it's good to know about and good to integrate in your life just in everyday living i think it makes for a, a, a richer life and a more aware life to be on better terms with your higher self with with the um the psychic part of your being so i recommend it for everyone
0: Absolutely. So there you go, Psychic Academy. Uh, Co. If you want to check it out, and and we're going to start seeing more activity with Don, and he's finishing up Psychic One Hundred and One out there. Diana, my lady, you get the last word of the evening.
2: Um, I would like you to call me when you do the show about psychic children, because <laughs> I have a lot to say about that. Okay, um, so we're going to
0: have you. So we'll have you on for Psychic Children. We can we can do that. We can plan that. Um, uh, okay. Um. sounds Sounds like a plan. But go. So you. So that. There you go. Uh. Psychic children. What What do you mean? You have a lot to say on that? Because well,
2: it, during this whole awakening, I I've because I'm realizing a lot of things about what I've been taught all my life and mm-hmm. what a disservice we are doing to children. Because I'll tell you when I was little I had things happened and I was always told that's your imagination, forget about that and also you're Catholic. We don't we don't look at that. We if you want something you have to pray to God and um uh so I was told constantly forget about that and I stopped talking about it but I didn't forget about it.
0: Well, now's the time to open up. We're gonna have you right back. Of course we are. This is like, so I have a lot of airtime to fill. I mean, we're going to go across. It is. Um, let me make one note for people. Uh, if you want to get free readings, uh, Tarot Thursdays on Pagan World TV, go to Pagan World TV on Facebook um, or Pagan World TV on YouTube. And yeah, that connects out there and you can get readings on Tarot Thursday with Mary Hawk, Brian Helicott, and occasionally Reverend Don Lewis. Well, thank you, folks, for being on with me this evening. And um, blessed be, folks, we'll be back tomorrow.
2: Happy Thanksgiving.